0: The Question, a podcast that exists at the intersection of pop culture and academia. We sit down and talk about our favorite stuff through the lenses of what we do and who we are. From Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University, Dr. Melinda Lewis here. I'm your host. We're here with Anna Castillo and I former associate director of the Center for Interdisciplinary Inquiry here at Drexel University. Uh, Hey, Anna, what's going on? Hi. We're talking about comfort television and trying to figure out what makes things comfortable. What are the facets of those shows that bring us comfort, that bring us joy, and that keep us coming back over and over and over again? Let's talk first about comfort television as a whole. Okay. Because, like, as a kid, did you have things that you went to or that you now feel nostalgic for? Or did
1: you watch television, I
0: guess, in the same way?
1: I think that the way that I watch television now is to try to recreate those feelings of of safety and also those feelings of when you're a kid that you can Mm. spend the entire morning watching... Whether it was cartoons or some movie that you found on TV or, or whatever it was, uh, because you had nowhere to go. Hmm. I guess maybe more as, as like a teenager was um, TGIF. It's Friday night and
0: the mood is right. We're going to have some fun, show you how it's done.
1: TGIF. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> or uh, Boy Meets that, World. Boy Meets World, yeah. Boy Meets World. So those TV shows. Step by step. Mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. By day. All of Family those matters te- oh my gosh I completely forgot about that show Day's
0: by. It's the bigger love Let's go back then
1: and talk about, like, what for you is comfort television? So there are two big ones that come to mind. And part of the reason is because I used to watch this show with my mom and dad when I was a kid. But both Star Trek The Next Generation and then Star Trek Voyager were always on in the background in my house. Mm. I don't think I appreciated them when I was a kid. But when I started, when I moved out on my own for the first time, I would put it on because I would miss my parents and it would be on in the background. Um, That's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But then I got sort of really engrossed in the actual stories of it, which is, you know, I think hit or miss sometimes depends on the kind of focus they have. They've got really great psychological thriller episodes, and then they've got, like, let's watch... I don't know, Patrick Stewart, like, drink tea for, like, 30 minutes. But I think at the end of the day, it's always going back to the sense of, look at this, like, these misfit family members that get to come together and go on adventures, and it's like friends on a journey. Why why not sit and get to watch that and then kind of slowly step out into reality afterwards? Um, But that's what I... Get excited about because I know I don't also have to think about it too much. Hmm. Um, whether I'm paying full attention or it's on in the background while I'm like folding laundry, it creates an atmosphere. I think, after a very stressful day to just put it on the background or I will cook while I do it, so.
0: So the way that Janeway treats a problem is the way that you approach your laundry. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Let's get this done. Exactly. Go to Yellow Alert. Tom, Bellana. get started on converting the warp core. Yes, ma'am. Let's batten down the hatches. Yeah, for me... I, I think about um, how I can just sit and watch like Law & Order regardless of, well, there's really only two for me, Criminal Intent and SVU.
1: Are you particularly attached to one or the other? Oh,
0: no. It's Criminal Intent for me. Oh, really? I love Vincent D'Onofrio so, so much.
1: I came alone. I'm not wearing a wire. The only witness we have here is your lawyer. Whatever you tell me, you can deny later. So let's not blow smoke.
0: I actually used to tape Lawn Order Kremlin 10 episodes so I could watch them later because I wasn't sure they would come on. Gone
1: are those days. Yeah. (laughs) I had a
0: VHS – I still, I think, have VHS tapes at my parents' house of old Kremlin tents because I was like, I don't know if this is going to make it. And I really love this show and I'm going to watch these later. I didn't realize that they would be on for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, And then eventually you get into the, like, the patter of the narrative of just – How these flow and work together. And, like, I can watch ID on Discovery. I have watched ID on Discovery for hours. I used to fall asleep to forensic files because I'm a weirdo. Okay. But the other part of it is that – and I think even, like, Voyager is kind of like this, too, despite the amount of action. There's – A formula that is very comforting because you know that you kind of know how the narrative arc will be within Star Trek. But also there's a sense of, like, quiet to those shows. Like, even though Law & Order is very centered around murder, it's also so quiet. There's a lot of talking and, like oh so what do you what do you think oh I've never thought of it about that way about this <laughs> you're like okay yeah let me just close my eyes a little bit and we can just solve this <laughs> problem a, a little that is a sweet bit. podcast that I do not
1: <laughs> want to be
0: it is a bit listening. ASMR-y though in terms of like process like even Ice-T is the most quiet person he's like oh let's talk a little bit about oh. murder in the criminal justice system, justice system. dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies, vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims, Unit. Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. And I think that there's something about the familiarity of narratives. It's kind of like putting on an old sweatshirt or like sweatpants, where it's just like I I can walk away from this for like three minutes and still know exactly what's going on. Right. Um, I feel like that's why I find like the housewife so comforting, is that it's just women yelling at each other, and they're gonna keep yelling by the time I get back, and I'll just catch up as it <laughs>
1: as it happens. But it doesn't really require this is me the show like seventy five percent yelling, and then <laughs> I would say
0: yeah. I mean, it's becoming a lot of like let's go on vacation and know, just yell you at somebody. I don't <laughs> know you oh, what? What? Yeah, dude, me.
1: I don't know why they keep going on vacations. Together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, stop doing vacations. That. Yeah. vacations.
1: I found myself doing this the other day when I was watching TV. Of Even though I've seen this episode a million times and I already know how it ends and I'm about to be late for my train and I can stop it at any time because it's on Netflix, I don't. Mm. and I wonder if it's sort of like this need to to, to finish out the story. As much as I already know that it's going to happen, I find myself getting lost in it and forgetting that, oh, this is the way TV works now. I can just pause it and keep doing my thing. I usually, like, make sure I have the time to just sit and enjoy the process of television,
0: but I'm trying to think of, like, being in a hotel room and I feel like I'll be late somewhere oh, okay. because, like, well, I'm going to finish up this Law & Order. Even right. though I know. <laughs> but also, like, when I watch Law & Order, there are some episodes that I know that I have seen.
1: You can't remember. But, like,
0: I can't remember. So it's like, oh, my gosh, what a great new episode that I know I've definitely seen before because <laughs> I recognize that lady. But she could have also been in another Law & Order that I'm thinking of because they all kind of run together in the same way.
1: It's brilliant. Be- between us, it's the perfect crime like in voyager no in voyager you spoiler alert i don't know i don't know i mean like at the end of those episodes are very formulaic but i think what's what's nice about a a tv show like that is it's also um a certain amount of camp to it right Mm. and that you get to enjoy a certain type of comedy and action there are unusually
0: high levels of omicron particles within this nebula captain
1: are you thinking we could collect
0: these omicron particles to provide an additional antimatter reserve, Lieutenant? Precisely.
1: Senior bridge officers, report for duty. Commander,
0: set a new course.
1: There's coffee in that nebula.
0: At what point did you realize that you kept going back to the same shows?
1: Um, when we stopped getting cable. Mm. Because when we had cable, I realized that there were two things that I was watching, which was Reruns of either Star Trek or Law and Order, and then like the Food Channel, mm-hmm. and realize I realizing I was paying like one hundred and fifty dollars to watch these three shows. So that was sort of the the phase one, and then the phase two was spending half an hour trying to pick something, mm-hmm. and then just going back to something I've already seen. I
0: think for me, it wasn't necessarily about finding comfort. I was just like frustrated by like spending so much time trying to find something when inevitably I just wanted it as background noise. Um, There's also something about the desire to consume and just like constant, like I could sit and watch this Law & Order marathon from beginning to end. And that
1: shows incredible uh, determination.
0: I don't find comfort in something that I'm only going to watch once.
1: Does that have to do with sort of the sense of instant gratification then of being able to sort of binge watch a TV show? I mean, if I was trying to binge before other people were binging, that's why I had my VHS
0: tapes. Right? Just full of episodes, whether it was Saturday Night Live or Law & Order, I would be taping these shows so that I could watch them over and over and over again. And finally, the rest of the world caught up and said, yes, we too want to do the same thing. Take out the commercials. It just provided less work <laughs> for me. But I think this is part of the issue of comfort television is like the paralysis of choice. And just it's just easier to watch something that you already know and love. It is.
1: Because I feel like I, I also get a lot of people telling me what to watch. Mm. Like you should watch this, and you should watch this. And there's part of me that's like, I don't want to commit to something new, even huh. though even though it's it's probably going to be really good. It's like I don't even have the emotional energy. Mm. I just want to watch my shows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mom, I have a question about that podcast you do. Are you on the Instagram or the Twitter or the Facebook? You know, like if I have an idea for a podcast, how do I get in touch with you? Love you. Bye. Sup mom. Uh yeah. So you can find us on all those things actually. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just go to Quest Pod on any one of those and follow. If you want to send us ideas, you can either go over to our website and leave us a message at Podcast, or you can get us directly at popq at drexel.edu. You can actually find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, I can help set it up when I get home, but then you have to promise me to rate and review. All right. Love you. Bye. For me, like comfort television is stuff that I've either grown up with or... Um, I've really liked and a lot of this conversation has made me think about friends and mm. how many people love friends yeah. so no one told you life was but also people way. who did not grow up with friends like I know a lot of kids who were born after maybe the last episode who just have have already watched it all the way through or have kept watching it or love Seinfeld?
1: Well, I feel like, I mean, I feel this way about The Office. Oh, The Office. Because I wasn't a fan when it first came out, but it's one of these things where I love it. But I was late to the game. Hmm. That one, for sure. Um, the Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. I have distinct memories of my mom watching that TV show and being like, "That is got to be so boring. What are you watching? <laughs> It is on at like 1.30 in the morning on some channel when I can't go to sleep. And then just watching it then is 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 a really fun thing. So, so Golden Girls is one of those. Um, I love Lucy. Mm. Ricky Ricardo reminds me of my dad, mm-hmm. like the way that he talks. I mean, my dad is not Cuban. I don't know, somehow <laughs> they have the same accent. I don't know. It's a weird magical thing, or maybe I'm projecting onto it.
0: What I really like is the fact that the shows that you've described so far Mm -hmm. have been about people who are very individualistic, but they can put aside a lot of stuff in order to solve a problem or to fix something or to support somebody. Like, that's the thing that I loved about Parks and Recreation is that you would have somebody like Ron Swanson, who's so ornery and, like, rude and didn't want to participate – But at the same time, if Leslie needed him, Mm -hmm. he would, like, be there. Ron, I am so sorry. I should have been a better friend to you.
1: Honestly, Leslie, it's fine. My time in government work was over. I'm sure I love shutting things down and bleeding the rotting beast from the inside.
0: Your metaphors are so beautiful.
1: I think for me, it's a lot of, um... Especially, especially shows like SVU because there's always like an ensemble, mm. right? And so anything like that, so SVU or Parks and Rec or, or Voyager or, or Next Generation, it's always like this family of misfits that are coming together. And a lot of it is sort of like revisiting that mm. and to get to watch that again. And it can be corny, right? And it can be certainly unrealistic. But I, I don't know. I think we just need it. Mm. And I have to immerse myself in this happy kind of collaborative world where things have to get done because you have to survive together. That makes a lot of sense to me. Captain! A case torpedo
0: just blew out the containment generator. Do you want me to reroute emergency power or take the warp core offline? Use your best judgment. I thought you were on your way to the bridge. I have to take care of something first. Now get moving, Lieutenant. I feel like there's a kinship in mm-hmm. these comfort shows. Like, I'm not related to Detective Gorin. But I feel like I've spent a lot of time with him to the point where like, oh, I know I know about his mom, know about his brother who's, you know, not doing great. Um, dad might be a serial killer. Who knows? Um, but like I think that by developing these relationships with these characters, that adds a familiarity. British Bake Off somehow is able to do this immediately. And I don't know if it's just the lighting the Vaseline on the lens, whatever mm-hmm. they do to kind of create that like <laughs> that sense of warmth, just in the way it's shot, right? Um, that emphasizes the warmth between the people that we see. I have no idea. Whenever I make anything, I stir love into it. That's love. I need love into it. And so when I present it, can you come just... and grab my jugs, please? It's special.
1: I think we're just tired of sort of a mean world.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it's about giving being given the permission to enjoy stuff in the moment. Like, I feel like the fact that Law & Order is on all the time, it is like permission from the world to just sit and watch television all day.
1: I think at the heart of it that comfort TV is a form of escapism. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it is a TV show that has like horrific murders happening in it or if it's sort of um, friends in a workplace working together and going through their little misadventures. I think that whatever you would need to get you out of a space that you're in, uh, one that is filled with family stress or work stress or whatever it is, if it is sort of the gateway, comfort TV is what you is what you turn to. I guess or rather – you know cable or hula or netflix is the gateway and then to get to comfort tv is to, to revisit these spaces where you feel okay and you can kind of divorce yourself at least for 30 minutes an hour mm-hmm. it is a a cheap if not free um vacation from the things that that you kind of have to do in the stresses of the regular world so comfort tv for me is about that escapism and it might be different for other people it just happens to be that i seek out these kinds of kinship shows and, and where things are um, really happy and collaborative and stuff like that. Engage. Engage. Now now thinking about it, most of the TV shows that I, that I go back to are that. Parks and Rec is a great uh, example because it's a, this ensemble cast, right, that support and irritate each other all day mm-hmm. long. But that the, that the best part about that is that that's sort of how real families work. Mm-hmm. And so when you watch them on their sort of their journeys, even when it's when it's very minute, <laughs> you know, everyday life things, that to me is something that I like to watch. And really similar, again, sort of back to Voyager, same thing. They are this group of friends and in, in, in this part of this community doing these things with each other um, and getting by day to day. But
0: I think that that's part of, yeah, that comfort feeling of just I can live here. And that's like the only thing that I will keep going back to. Uh, well, thanks, Anna, for sitting and talking with us about your favorite comfort stuff.
1: Thank you. Now I'm going to go home and and find something and probably overanalyze what I'm watching. But that's okay. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> Is that your effect on people? Yep. Is TV I hope so. studies? Oh.
0: It's all a nefarious plot. Well, thank you. Pop! The Question was researched and hosted by Dr. Melinda Lewis. Our theme music and episodes are produced by Brian cantoric with additional audio production by Noah Levine. All of this was done under the directorship of Erica Levy-Zellinger, the deanship of Dr. Paula Morantz-Cohen, and the Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. Who we talking about? do man. What are we
1: talking about?
0: Practice.